This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Good morning. We are doing the Srimad Bhagavad Gita. This is a continuation of chapter 8, uh, chapter 6, and we are going to be doing verse 8 onwards. So, last week we had seen a very important lesson. And that lesson was, it is you who has to lift yourself with your own effort. There is nobody else in this world who is going to do anything for you. You know, people can say, but you yourself will have to lift yourself and get out of the problems or the, you know, the despair or the tensions or whatever that you have. From the lower self to the higher self. You have to lift yourself from the lower to the higher because the higher self is also you, the lower self is also you. The lower self, as you know, consists of the three things, which is the senses, the, the body and the mind. So the lower self comprises of these three components. That is senses, the body and the mind. So the lower self is there and the higher self is there. So you have to lift yourself with your own effort so that you can reach the higher levels. And that is the reason Krishna had said, you are your best friend or your own worst enemy. There can be no enemy outside of you. Okay? And even the best friend can never be your best friend. You are your best friend and you are your worst enemy. Both are one and the same. Alright? So what would you like to be? Your best friend or your worst enemy? I think you know the answer. I don't have to elaborate. So this is where we had stopped last time. So this time, we are going to do something in the beginning. We are going to do Jnana and Vidnana. So let us see what this yogi does. We are doing chapter 6 from the Srimad Bhagavad Gita. The dialogue between Sri Krishna and Arjuna. This is verse 8 onwards. The yogi whose mind is sated with Jnana and Vidnana who is unmoved under any circumstances, whose senses are completely under their control, and to whom earth, stone and gold are all alike, is spoken to be a God-realized person, a soul. So, Krishna is saying, first, about two things. You got to have jnana. And the second thing he says, you got to have Vidnana. So these are two aspects of the same knowledge and the divine knowledge. Both are divine knowledge only. We had done this last time, but I will repeat a little bit for you so that you understand it better. And then he says, a person who is unmoved, doesn't get disturbed with anything in this world. And then he says, sense is under control. And for him, everything is one and the same. There is no differences in this world. For such a kind of a person, he is called a God-realized soul. Alright? Now, we are talking about realization over here. Now, what is this realization that we are talking about? We have already done what is called as realization or what is called as emancipation, liberation, freedom, self-realization, all these words literally mean one and the same. Okay, So you have reached a particular state. And because you have reached a particular state, you are out of the system. You see? <laughs> It is like as if you are finished playing. Okay, now you can get out of the system. You can just be a witness. And that too, you don't even need to be a witness. You own the whole system, by the way. Okay? 
<laughs> you can rig it also if you want. <laughs> okay, now let us try to understand the two words which he is talking about. First is called Jnana and the second one is called Vidnana. So what is Jnana? See, for realization, for the sake of realization, man needs certain things. What are those things? He has to understand that just by praying to some God somewhere or doing prayers or doing some kind of an activity, you know, going to temples and visiting places or doing all kinds of puja, part, or even doing what is called as a japa yoga. You know, many people keep on saying, Are Rama, Are Rama, Rama. You know, all those japas that they do. So you can do japas, you can do pranayam, you can do, you know, all kinds of yoga. You can do kriya yoga if you want. You can do tantra vidya if you want. You can go and do whatever you want. What does it lead you to? Nothing. It is only with knowledge of where you want to go. Do you understand? Where do you want to go? So you have to go in what is called as the Brahma. Brahma means the unmanifest. So the knowledge is that your destination is Brahma. You can become nothing. Doesn't matter. So all these activities that I mentioned earlier, are they leading you to this Brahma? No. First the knowledge itself should be there that there is something like that. Okay. Now let us try to understand whether there is knowledge or no knowledge. You take any ordinary person and you ask that person, maybe a villager, maybe a simple human being, and you ask him, can you please tell me what is the highest position in your village? He will say, Sarpanch. You know, my Sarpanch is the greatest. And then he will say, uh, you know, if, if there is a Taluka level, Taluka means the next level, the district level, you can say, then there is uh, another person, and then there is another person at the state level, and then there is another person at the central. So they come for elections all this year round. So if you ask this person, what would you like to be? <laughs> I want to be in the Panchayat. He just wants to be a member of the Panchayat, which means a very, very low level. So if you want to be just in the Panchayat, do you think you have influence at the Prime Minister's level? There is no influence there, let me tell you. Now if you go to the higher level, do you still think that you can pull any strings at the central level? No way. You are just an ordinary person. And then, if you come to the state level, you can talk to your chief minister or your governor and get certain things done. Do you think you can get up to the prime minister again? No way. So there is a hierarchy. There is a level. So when you do these kinds of activities, they are going to give you certain hierarchies. But what is the ultimate hierarchy? Does anybody know? So very few people in this world have this understanding that there is something called liberation at the end of it. Got it? So the person doesn't have any clue about it. If you ask your small, you know, child, what is it that you want to do in life? The person will say, I want to become an astronaut. I want to become a doctor. I want to do this. I want to do that. He is, that is all he will say. Now, as you are a grown-up person, if I ask you the same thing, you know what you will say? 
I just want to keep my job today. I just want to earn my living. I am not bothered about this world. In this coronavirus time, you think I am bothered about all these things? If they throw me out of my company, I am going to get into trouble. I don't want anybody to look at me also. You know, I just want to be safe. Whereas a child has fantastic dreams. You know, he wants to become an astronaut maybe. But your dreams are smaller. You just want to retain your job. You just want to have a decent income. You want to have what is called as a good retirement. You don't want to be, you know, scrounging for even the smallest of the pennies around looking around here and there. You don't want to become homeless. So what is your ultimate game? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> even when a person becomes older, they still don't know. This is the problem with the world. They don't have jnana. They actually don't know that they have to go to this Nirgun Brahma. The knowledge of the Nirgun Brahma, the unmanifest, unmanifest divinity. Nobody has any clue. Otherwise, if they knew, then they will be called Brahmanyani. See? But having an idea that I want to become a Brahmanyani is the first step. Did you get what I am saying? To have the knowledge that this is my goal. My goal is to become a Brahmanyani. I want to reach the state of Brahma, which is called unmanifest divinity. If you take any ordinary person, they will pray to the local gods, you know. They will pray to whatever gods that are there in their town. Somewhere there is Kartik Swami, somewhere there is Ganesha, somewhere there is Vishnu, somewhere there is Shiva. They will go to their temple and they will say, pray to God, I brought you one Naryal, I brought you so many hearts, you know, garlands. I brought you so much tambul and this and that and please take it, please take my offering, please, 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 please. For what? For petty benefits. I want to have a decent life, you know. Please God help me. Whom are they praying to? They are praying to a deity, a demigod. Who are they praying to? A demigod. What is this demigod going to do? A demigod is like your local corporator or your local, you know, MLA. You have a problem in your, you know, plot registration or something like that. Or if there is a fight between your neighbors and you want it sorted out, and, but you don't want to go to the police or something like that. Then you go to the local corporator and tell him, you know, sir, my neighbor, you know, he's always parking his car in my garage, you know. You, you understand what I'm saying? He's parking his car in my garage. You know, and all the problems, they are no actually of no value. But yet, they can't go to the Prime Minister to solve it. No, So they go to local demigods. Demigods is a corporator, is an MLA. So they will stand in front of the God and they will keep on begging from him. Please God, make my life okay. It is like going to an MLA or an M not even an MP. Go to the MLA and say, God, God, please, please, please help me, help me. I need little income. I need little peace of mind. And the local corporator or the M MLA says, Okay, I will look into the matter. But you see, elections are coming now. You got to elect my party. You got it? Did you, did you understand what I am saying? It is always a question of give and take. They are not going to do anything for you unless and until you do something for them. Got it? A little bit of bribe. You go to the temple and you give bribes. What do you give? One Nariyal you will give. One Har you will give. You will tell the God, God, I will do one prayer for you, okay? I will have one Omam at home. Okay? And that in the Omam, I will give you a lot of stuff. Don't worry. 5 kg of rice, I am thinking, you know, that Panditji will come. I will give him, yeah, I will give him ration ka rice. Not that, uh, you know, the fancy rice. I'll give him ration rice. I will give him, uh, you know, all the stuff. 
and somebody had given me one sari, I will give it to his wife. Aha. And that is the deal you have with this God, the local God. Next door, he's there right around the corner. All these are called demigods. They are only meant to solve your petty problems. Water issues, you know, electricity issues, that is it. And liberation, who has heard of liberation? Nobody has heard of. Yes, now you have a bigger issue. The bigger issue is connected to baby. I don't have a baby. Which God I should go to? I should go to this temple, you know, where they, they dole out babies. Okay, that God is known for baby God. Because if I go to him, he is going to give me a baby. So I will go and, you know, bribe this God. And then, you know what I will do? They say that you have to bribe this God means you have to first give one small baby picture and all that. And then there is one tree, you know, I have to go around the tree, maybe a thousand times tying one string. I don't know for what. Maybe it is helping the string company. Who knows? So tie the string. I, have you ever thought of it? If you tie a string, something comes off, is it? Imagine tying a string around your local MLA. Okay, that guy is going to get bugged, I tell you. Don't you try, dare, dare do those kind of things. But here, yeah, they will go and do all kinds of things. Okay, and then they will say, you know, I will, Jai Mata Di, Jai Mata Di, Jai Mata Di. Okay. Badri Nath, Kedar Nath, this Nath, that Nath, every Nath they will go. And then they want to visit so many other places. Why? Because if I go and see that Shivlinga, no, I will get a lot of money. And they will say, you know, if I go to Balaji, no, Balaji is going to give me so much, you know, my next film is going to be super hit. Huh? And then uh, another person in our, you know, <laughs> I, should, I will say, I am from Mangalore, you know, Udupi. I will go to Udupi Krishna. There, you know, all the, even the big person over there knows me. So when I go over there, they close the temple. Because I look so beautiful. No, so they close the temple and then I will go inside and I will do one nice puja. You think that Krishna is going to bother about you? Of course, he will make you more beautiful. The idea is that these are called petty desires and petty wants. You are still going to die and you are still going to be born as some animal or maybe a cockroach or maybe some creature and then you will be born and imagine having a parents like that. You are coming from a, you know, have you seen ladies purses? Okay, ladies purses is the snap one type. So you open that takak and then from that you can remove all your foundation, makeup, this, that and all those things. You know, all those things they used to remove. I, not nowadays. Nowadays they don't, now, nowadays they do it on, on the internet. They do it for the people, by the way. And they get dressed up in front of the camera TikTok. Three minute TikTok. Now I am doing my makeup. See, today I have to go. I have this very important interview with my, you know, uh, the other company. And now, uh, I, I think, I yeah. I, see, before I com com conclude this, uh, uh, you know, makeup, uh, then I will, uh, uh, see you, I'll see you. I mean, there was a time they would stand in front of a mirror and do it. Now they stand in front of TikTok and do it. How ridiculous is that? So you imagine that. That is what you are asking God for. The stupidity of it all. And that God, you think he's got that pouch from he's going to remove something and give? You know why I said about those, those snap-on purses? Do you know what is the inspiration? Now, since I'm from the fashion industry, was from the fashion industry, I'll tell you, you know what are the inspiration for the snap purses? Tuck. Most of the people don't know. Have you seen how cockroaches come out? From that egg of theirs? It is the inspiration is the cockroach's egg. You know, you've seen that. Is that elongated thing? And on top it there is one. And then it breaks open and from that a cockroach comes out. And that is the inspiration for the purse. <gasps> My goodness. So this is how it is. So next life, a purse from cockroach. 
Sir, you can go to Shiva, you can go to Vishnu, you can go to whichever God you want to. Next life you are going to be born like that only. And that is the reason why Jnana is important. Jnana is telling you, why do you want this life back again? And by the way, who is telling you this? Krishna is telling you. Okay? Krishna is the supreme God. Absolutely the highest. He is telling you. It is not some ordinary God. Because next life, remember, verse, huh? cockroach. So why you want to become that? It is called rebirth. You will get rebirth after rebirth after rebirth. So get out of that rebirth cycle of yours and don't do it, please. Don't do it. So, jnana is important. What does jnana say? Jnana means liberation from this cycle of birth and death. No rebirths. Why? That knowledge, that knowledge or the jnana will tell you your ultimate goal should never be any of these demigods. Please don't have any demigods as your ultimate goal. Okay. What is your goal? To become liberated. Which means you need to have the jnana. The knowledge that your destination should be the Nirgun Brahma and not some demigod. No demigod over there. Nirgun Brahma. Got it? So first was Jnana. So we have completed Jnana. So the yogi whose mind is sated with Jnana. So you are now you have crossed the level of Nirgun Brahma. Now you have crossed it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I am liberated now. Now we go to the next one. Vidhyana. What is Vidhyana? This is one thing which you got to know. And please remember, Vidhyana is always mixed around with some, some other nonsense. Okay, so don't, don't mix it around. Now get this, get this Vidhyana very clear. Vidhyana is higher. What is higher than Nirgun Brahma? What is higher than the Brahma, what is higher? So Krishna says, it is about the manifest. Just now you said unmanifest and now you are saying manifest? Yes! Who is the manifest deity? Who is the manifest divinity? Somebody higher than Brahma. Somebody higher than Brahma. Who is higher than Brahma? There is a manifest divinity higher than Brahma. He is the one who created that unmanifest, by the way. The knowledge that there is somebody higher than anything, higher than even Brahma. Did you get it? There is something higher than unmanifest Brahma. And he is called the manifest divinity. He goes by different, different names in different, different religions. He is called Father in Heaven. Got it? Father in Heaven. He is called Allah. Okay, he is the ultimate by the way. Absolutely the final. In our world, he is called as Sri Krishna. He keeps on telling you in every 2-3 verses, he keeps on telling you the same thing. He says, I am that supreme Brahma. I am that supreme manifest. I am that supreme this. I am that. And he keeps on saying the same thing. And which book is it written in? The most profound book of all, it is called the Bhagavad Gita. Everybody abides man. My Gita pe haat rakke kasam khata. Oh, come on, man. Gita. And you don't know that there is a Nirgun Brahma and then there is a Sagun also. And then there is a manifest divinity also. You don't even know that. First you don't know. You go and pray to some petty gods over there asking some, you know, with one bowl and saying, ah, give me this, give me that, give me this, give me that. So did you get the hierarchy now? Or no? So the hierarchy is do you remember I stopped at the MLA? Right? Now I want something to be done. I am starting an industry. Big one. 
So what, what will I do? Now I have to go and meet somebody greater. So I will go and meet the ministry, the ministry of industry, whatever they are. I don't know what they are called. And then the person, and I will say, you know, I will make my, all those formats ready and for this form, that form, that form, that form. And I will make it ready and I will give it to that person. But if I don't know anybody over there, what will I get? Zero. So I should know some member of the parliament. I should know the minister who is there. But these ministers also have limited powers. You see, one minister will say, Oh, I will get it done for you. And then another minister who is a minister for environment looks at him. You think you can get it done? I will keep your files rotating in the Ministry of Environment, you know. I am the Environment Minister, you don't know me. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so you got it. Everything gets frozen over there only. So now you know somebody higher than them. The father of everything. So if you know the father of everything, <laughs> who is there who is going to stop me? I will get everything done. And then you get the things done. So that is, now do you understand? That is the Nirgun, Brahma, the end. That is, once you have reached, say, the Supreme Court level or the Prime Minister level, beyond that, what is there? Ah, I don't know what is there. Okay, can, can you, one of you even think what is beyond Supreme Court? The highest, you know, highest level? Or what is beyond the Prime Minister or the President of India? In America, okay, there is the Supreme Court of America is there, that is the highest body over there. And then there is a president who is still higher than all these people put together. He can just do one veto. And you know everything goes out of the window. And then you can come up with as many laws as you want, but if you know the president, everything gets done. So like that, you know, <laughs> he's a super boss. Now, that is the Nirgun Brahma for you. Got it? I hope you understood this. Now let us come to the next one. Vidnyana. Where does Vidnyana come from? So the Vidnyana is something you will have to know. What is beyond the Prime Minister? What is beyond the Supreme Court? We the people. Huh? You see, we the people have a strong hold over all these people put together. Next election time, we the people can throw them out. Isn't it? And that is, that is the person we are talking about. He is the supreme. People don't understand that they are the supreme. They think, you know, somebody is going to elect somebody. I don't care. Okay. And in India, it is BJP, Congress, I, this one, that one. In America, it is Republican, GOP and all those kind of parties and Democrats and all that. And nobody knows what is going to happen. And then you think, you know, oh, now they are going to do dialogues. Nothing is going to happen. You don't understand. It's the people who have the power, but they don't know. Because they don't have Vidnyana. So, now did you get the higher than the Prime Minister or President? There is a power. And nobody knows that power. Okay. And this, in the hierarchical form, in the knowledge of spirituality, if you do not have any idea... That there is a supreme person there. I'm sorry, you are completely off your center. And Krishna, hundred times in the Bhagavad Gita, in the Uddhava Gita, in the Bhagavatam, and all the scriptures it is mentioned, I am the supreme person. Did you get it? If you haven't got it, then I will tell you where it is written. The idea that he is the supreme person will be repeated at least hundred times in this book itself. If you are continuing with me in the, in the Bhagavad Gita, see it is like this. You will say, what is the point in knowing all this? I will go to the local God and I will get what I want. I don't want this Guruji also, useless fellow. Keeps on talking to me, some nonsense. And he's all, but you know, befuddled my mind so much. Now I don't know whether I should go to Ganesha or Shiva or I should go to some other person or maybe I don't even know what I am going to do. He is telling go to the people. 
ओके गणेश एंड ऑल दिस बट द आंसर इज विज्ञाना इज द नॉलेज ऑफ द मैनिफेस्ट डिविनिटी so krishna says these two knowledges these two highest understandings the yogi whose mind is sated satisfied with jnana on one side and vidnyana on the other side so he has got both this so what is he supposed to do after that he has to be unmoved you should not be moved he should not have any idea that you know is it that or is it this or is it that or you know the confusion that a person comes to me guru ji before this you were telling me that i have to go and pray to some god you know and now you are telling me now there is jnana and vidnyana you know how confusing you are i don't understand a word of what you speak i just sit because you know at least you will say you know oh this fellow sat for this satsang you know ah <laughs> okay well you don't have to put your attendance over here don't worry it is no attendance necessary attendance is necessary if you want to listen to this there is a jnana and then there is a vidnyana and when both these things are there with you you should be unmoved nothing should you know shake you now your knowledge is complete absolutely you know the absolute god absolute final god over there is sri krishna himself and don't bother the rest about it then and what are you supposed to go and ask from sri krishna ah, this is the big question so we are coming to it don't worry now sri krishna is standing over there in front of you maybe uh, sorry like this you know he is standing in front of you with one flower you know something stuck up in his head and all that you know that i mean that is the kind of image you have isn't it sri krishna he is always treated like this s shape okay he is going on wearing on fancy fancy clothes and he is having one flute in his hand okay and next to him all bevy of beautiful women around him okay i mean that's the only image that a person has this is not that image ha huh. so what are you supposed to do you should be unmoved from any circumstances let anybody come and tell you uh, you know all your guru ji doesn't understand man you know that shiva no i tell you go pray to shiva man you will get whatever you want but that is the problem you can get whatever you want that words itself are a problem krishna will not give you anything so even if you go with a begging bowl to krishna first they will you know outside jai vijay those two two guys are standing outside राइट like that so whose senses are completely under control first and foremost you need when you go to krishna please don't go with all your senses open okay why because you will say no nice nice smell is coming okay okay will i get some good food over there because i heard you know krishna loves chappan bhog <laughs> chappan bhog is 56 kind of food i would love to eat those things Hey, you are going with the begging bowl. Forget begging bowl. Your stomach is a big bowl. You are going with that big stomach of yours, thinking I will get to eat. No senses. Cross it out. So senses should be under control. So don't keep on having roving eyes. Lots of gopis over there. Don't keep on looking here and there. Okay. Ah, please. Otherwise, you will say nice gopis. First only they will throw you out. No. All your eyes should be. under control ear should be under control you know because each gopi is plotting with another gopi by the way you don't know all these stories but uh, once in a while maybe some day i will tell you how they plot with each other i mean it's a very wonderful leela the leela cannot be understood okay by an ordinary soul nobody can understand what leela means okay so the idea is that they are doing something 
they plotting with each other plotting for what purpose for the love of krishna no and nobody else is plotting for any other thing they just love krishna so much that they are willing to do anything that is why they are like that so let us come back to the story so none of your senses should be operational okay over there otherwise a tongue means i want to eat ear means i want to hear what is gossip going on tick 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 or oh, let me hear also let me hear there also and then you want to go and you know lagao <laughs> chabi everywhere no don't do that when you will be born as a human again i'll tell you some day story of sri dama you know sri dama no don't know no sudama you have heard of krishna's friend sudama the poor fellow became so poor you cannot even imagine sridama he became the brother of radha you know radha rani her brother a guy was the biggest villain in that plot okay don't don't bother but he was also a friend of krishna but different story that's a different time so coming back to this so none of your senses should be operational cut them off then he says then nothing should bother you whether you get gold stone earth or whatever why are you bothered what you get to eat what you get to drink why are you bothered what clothes you get to wear why are you bothered whether you are having a golden crown or a crown made of you know even thorns you know somebody who got the crown made of thorns or you don't remember that jesus christ got the crown made of thorns okay and he can give you even gold how much of gold is there in the padmanabh swami temple over there more than that maybe he can because you know uber had more than that once upon a time or he can make you a pauper none of this should bother you so he says and to whom earth stone gold are all alike only when you have all this put together that you get god realization that you get krishna in your life otherwise no krishna you become a local corporator otherwise or you become a panchayat member that is all that you deserve you can never go beyond so to go beyond you need to have all these things first jnana second vidnana third thing unmoved you should not be disturbed this way or this way this way or this way fourth senses under control nothing should disturb you nothing anybody can say whatever they feel like anybody can do whatever they feel like it really doesn't matter what anybody does who cares and then whether there is a stone or gold or whatever nothing interests you okay no properties nothing no wife no husband nothing 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 is disturbing you and when you have that state first is nana remember that otherwise you will say oh i am having that state you know just now also i am i don't have wife i don't have children i am just alone over here okay and krishna no yeah you see krishna i have in my life see i am wearing his locket oh krishna is in my heart always gold locket is there but it was written over here he doesn't bother about earth stone and gold <laughs> so you are not qualified so when you have jnana vidnana then only you can get the last destination which is called in other words the second divine unmanifest what is it second divine unmanifest where shri krishna is the supreme lord and that place is called goloka vrindavana you want to go to goloka vrindavana this is the method got it very good so now we come to the next verse hmm so we are doing bhagavad gita chapter 6 verse 9 he who looks upon well wishers friends and foes neutrals as well as mediators inimicals relatives the virtues and the sinful with equanimity stand supreme 
this is a very important verse where the word equanimity has come into the picture. You see, when we have people in this world, they feel that their relatives are the closest to them. And if you are a mother, then your children are your closest to you. Okay, you are a cricket captain, then your team is the closest to you. Maybe your wife also, who knows, she's having a baby. So she is the closest to him. But it, it, that is not closest. Alright? Now, just imagine, you have to leave your baby. You know, in the crash. Crash, you know the word crash? Okay. Alright? The babysitters or somebody like that. Okay, fine. So you have to leave the baby at the crash and you just are a mother who is maybe three months old, a three months old baby you have got. You know how difficult it is to leave the baby and go. Ayo, to go to work means, my baby, what it must be doing? What every minute you want to know what your baby is doing. Whether he's crying or whether he's laughing or whether he's burping or whether it is farting or whether it is sitting, you still want to know. And you love it so much and he's so much attached to it. That is attachment. And then you have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. What is she doing right now? Tick, 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 tick. One message. I love you. Tick, 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 tick. I love you. Tick, 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 tick. Are how many times are you going to write that pleasant word here? And all those WhatsApp and every, every other channel is interested in putting big, big hearts and all those things. I mean, they give you so much to write on. They know you are caught in their web forever and ever. Till, till they die, I mean. Okay, or till you die. One of the two. Or till your love dies. I think that will happen the first. Love dying is first, then, uh, then the WhatsApp will die, and then you will die. Because this is how the sequence is. Hierarchy is like this only. So, then what happens? You keep on sending messages, and every time, you know, I love you, I love you. And then you will draw some hearts and send. And then, in, in olden times, they used to go and, you know, puncture those poor trees, you know. They'll drive, they'll take one knife and they will make one heart in the tree and say, you know, and one arrow through it, I, I never understood why people drew arrow through the heart. I mean, just, and then you will write your first name and somebody else's next name. And then next year, nobody goes to that place. Why? Because now you have got a new girlfriend, you know, new. So, yeah, so you have a forest full of all these hearts drawn yourself. <laughs> that is how the world was. And then later on, it became... You know, your school books. I mean, naturally, it used to start in school. I, I still remember, you know, the flower generation, basically those who were 60s, 70s, 80s and all that. All the textbooks and the, you know, your school books, everything had one heart drawn in it. Ding, ding, ding. And one arrow drawn in it. And then so many of them. And they never even left the school bench. You know, you have the bench on which you used to sit. So on the bench also with the, with the you know that protract something is there you know uh, divider or a compass <laughs> and then next year you know next year next class you will have oh my girlfriend you know she was in seventh B class now she has gone in eighth A class and I have gone to sixth because you failed oh useless fellow you wasted your year. <laughs> Because you are still in the same stupid class of yours and that girl has gone ahead. So next year you are going to have a girlfriend from the 5th standard, I think. So you will be, you will be a pedophile as a youngster also. <laughs> and as you grow older, as you grow, come to the ninth grade or the 10th grade, then you are not looking for girls from your school. Then you want to see from some other school. Why? Because you see, always the grass is greener on the other side. This is the fun part of life. You should actually see. But those who have experienced it will know that very well. It's the girls from the other school are very interesting. I have never understood why. Okay. And then comes college levels. And college it is like you don't know what. Most of the time they are absent from college. Why? Let's go out here. No, let's go out. And nowadays it is malls. Okay. I'll meet you in this mall. I'll meet you in that mall. And that girl will say... Uh, let us go today to, you know, uh, KFC. 
and this guy is looking at his you know purse do i really have that much i should have asked money from my mommy you know mommy will she'll ask me how much money do you take from me mom you don't understand in school nowadays in college we have to buy so much you know and especially all this uh, science students so they will say mom you don't know i have to buy that you know uh, uh, platinum loop oh platinum loop for what yeah i have to test all those things but last week you bought it broke <laughs> it broke for what it broke nobody knows but he wants the money to take his girlfriend to some movie or something like that see this is how it works so now you understood these are called attachment as they grow older as they grow older okay and they are cheating on their wives or whoever they are you know i got a conference in delhi you know a <laughs> very funny incident in my life one day it so happened that uh, my boss i can't name him my boss said i am going to delhi how many days sir three days you handle this branch huh? okay i am going you handle this branch so uh next day his wife calls me and says uh, uh where is uh, your boss you know where he is he said did he not tell you he is going to delhi delhi he told me he is he is going to be in some other uh, the, at that time i just had to keep quiet i said ma'am i don't really know but you are handling the branch just now no you should know everything and suddenly that evening i got a call from the you know from our we had those guest houses guest houses were there so the guest house fellow called me oh tumhara boss idhar hai oh your boss is staying in the guest house oh uska secretary ke sath bahut important discussion chal raha hai i was wondering what is he doing you know and then his wife called and then i'm telling him oh he's here only he's got very important things to discuss with his secretary that is why he didn't want to come to you know this is called becoming the biggest fool of all times i put my foot in my mouth <laughs> that guy was trying telling i'm going to delhi he told his wife something else and, and then the whole thing blew up okay the whole thing blew up few days later i got all the beating from him <laughs> I don't know what he went and told his wife. Whatever happened, but by the way, they were staying in my colony only. Okay, so I, I used to meet them while going to work. So the next day is giving me. He's looking at me like this. He said, "Well, you're a duffer or what? You don't understand what I'm doing." I said, "Boss, I don't understand what you are doing." You know, being naive was the worst thing on earth. I tell you. so these are called attachments and these attachments are so destructive in life so here he says this verse is about all these kind of things he who looks upon well wishers somebody who says na i am your hit chintak come on hit chintak who who are you hit chintak i mean you can see one day he is in your party tomorrow he is in somebody else's party imagine there is a husband wife debate going on okay and you are the husband and you have your best friend sitting over there and then till that time he is siding with you because he is drinking your liquor okay after some time what happens is after he is totally drunk na then he look at you you are wrong and then you can see a villain in front of you instead of a friend because till just now this fellow was talking properly he is taking my side and now he is taking my right side <laughs> and all world changes well wishers they are there only for a very little time if you think that you have a well wisher in your life please remember that's a snake in the grass okay when he is going to bite you you won't even know because there are some well wishers in this world and they actually you know will come and make really great friends of yours and finally when you are when you are nicely conducive and all they will say okay oh, na i have got one sister you know cousin sister uh, she is very good I want to show you his her picture, and then he'll show the picture. Looks nice, no? We were looking for a boy for her, you know. 
Oh, that is the reason why you became a well-wisher. Because you are trying to do some matchmaking. <laughs> you see, they all have ulterior motives. So don't fall for any well-wishers. Got it? So Krishna is telling you, don't fall for well-wishers. Then he says, friends and foes. There are really good friends. What good friends? When they get married, they become your enemies. Because next time, you see, till they don't get married, you can keep on calling them, yo, dude, what's happening, dude? Everything is fine, dude. Everything is fine, dude. What dude, dude, dude? After that, they get married. And one year later, you are still trying to call up and he'll say, and what? You don't know I changed my number? Oh, I didn't know. But you are the greatest dude for him and you don't know your number has changed? It was always Amul dude and now it has become what dude? Nandini dude. Nandini means his wife has come. Okay. Now he doesn't want to give you his number also. Why? He will listen to the conversation. No. She will come to know how many night outs we had, which, which bars we visited, or which places we went to. He should not know all these things. Yeah, you, you, you don't know him. He will keep on telling her about all my ex-girlfriends. You know, that becomes a big problem for me. So it's better not to have these friends. Because once you get married, you don't have to bother about it. Because you are safe. And you have to keep all your friends outside. Have you seen girls when they get married, what they do? I mean, this is a fact of life, I can tell you. Till the time they are not married, you go to their Facebook page, Instagram page and everything, you know, all that is a Twitter and this and that. It is filled with, hi, yo, this, that, everything. Okay, all their pages are filled up. And then she will be seen with hundreds of, you know, guys and girls around. Oh, I went to this place, I went to that place, I went for this, I went for that. And the moment her engagement is announced, go to her Facebook page. Okay, the Facebook page first, the thing will come, you know, blocked. The Facebook page is blocked, you cannot see it. Second, let us you make, make friends with her. After you make friends with her, you will only see a Sati Savitri image. I am doing Durga Puja. I am doing Durga Puja. This is my, you know, I went to visit my grandmother, my grandmother's picture. The grandmother is looking like this and the, and the, and the girl is standing next to her. She will be dressed in the most decent clothes of all. Why? That is how it is. And the guys, you see, guys will have, that, that is my friend from my class. He will have four girls in the row and he will still say, those are my friends from my class, you know. Because all of them have been XXX now, recent. Okay, like that, in that row order. Why? Because that is how it is. They think that to show off is very nice. So they will have all the pictures of all the girls and the boys and, and they will, and most important is they, they will be on a very big bike like this. I am on an, in an Enfield bike, 500cc. I was riding. Look at your size, sir. You are half the size of that Enfield bike and you are riding. If it falls on you, you will die. See, but this is all fake. So all the friends, fake. Foes. Now you may have the biggest foes of all. People who are enemies of yours. What enemies? You give them some money, they will become your friends. You see, you have to understand. In the industry, if you want some contracts and all, no, I cannot give you. The, the manager in charge of purchase or whatever department is. We already have old suppliers. You know, why should we take a new supplier? They will tell you like this. And then you will say, no, Sir, I had gone recently to, you know, Bangkok, you know, and in Bangkok, I saw this very nice bag, you know, I was thinking this bag will look nice on your, in your hand. Can I give you this bag? You're trying to bribe me? No, sir. There is a lot of money in it. So the foe becomes your friend. Don't worry. Come tomorrow. I will see what I can do for you. I mean, this is a very patent words in the industry. Everywhere you go. I'll see what I can do for you. HR people are the biggest corrupt. I cannot, um, please don't bother about what I'm saying is wrong. 
these guys they will come up with all kinds of explanation why you are the worst character for that job okay if you go to any of these hr people and all they will first look at you as if they are looking at some your cv is like as if it is having corona virus on it they will look at your cv from far okay leave it you leave it with my secretary and go sir i came to visit you that's okay we'll get in touch with you now it is 2020 they will never get in touch even in 2030 because you know you may have to send at least 2000 cvs by then nobody is going to read it doesn't work so they are your foes f o e s foes enemies do you want to make them your friend you know how you have to do you have to get the ceo of one company to call up the ceo of that company okay of that hr consultancy why so the ceo of this big company is a very big organization they are employing a lot of these people from this other company the hr people have supplied at least 100 for them so this ceo will call up that ceo uh i have this friend of mine uh why don't you just have a look at his cv you know maybe he needs a job yeah dude we'll get it done don't worry i'll give him a good placement don't worry and then he'll call his downline come here i don't care how you get this guy a job okay you get him the guy is a duffer don't worry look at his cv he's, he's not even fit for a pune's role in any company but still we have to give him 100 people's job is in line this is your foe who has become your friend don't trust these people this is the only way one day i went to a very big organization they have they have themselves some more than 100000 people i'm not joking they have companies they have companies in usa some of the top ranging companies in usa and this and that and this guy was the uh, next level to ceo and i went to meet him and i so he met me and then i gave him a piece of mind next day all those guys who were working you know with us <laughs> were out of jobs <laughs> and the, and my my friend asked me now what to do nothing we go to the other company <laughs> so there are two many others around we will go to the other company i know the ceo of that organization we'll go to him we'll get your job we'll get them a better deal and that is how it works so friends and foes neutrals and mediators don't get into these mediators thing see mediators are crooks of the first order they are always taking money from this place and this place this place and this place have you seen that cat and the monkey story like that from here also you get little from here also you get little from here also you get little here also the mediator don't trust inimicals your enemies of the biggest orders friends relatives the virtuous and the sinners there are virtuous people and there are worst kind of characters sinners we call them they are doing all kinds of nonsensical wrong stuff drunkards murderers all these you know disruptors in life they are called enemies or they are also called sinful people all these people now put all these people together right from that boyfriend girlfriend to, to whatever you know drawing the hearts in all these things put all these people in one box shake them well okay what do you get nothing because it is exactly like that it is nothing don't bother about any of these people why are you bothered and disturbed by these people with the friends you should not be bothering about with your enemies also you should not be bothering about that is called equanimity of mind you don't get disturbed with any idiot in this world including your own self biggest idiot of all don't get disturbed by your own self also because you know your mind no very soon it's going to tell you it's time 9 o'clock we have to go now okay you got a call just now waiting for you or maybe you know you have to run you have to run to office nowadays you can't go to office office means one computer 
you are sitting in front of the computer with only half half clothes on the rest is empty so equanimity of mind is important and when you have this equanimity of mind then you stand supreme nothing disturbs you people who pander to you or give you all kinds of galis you are not bothered with any of these people and nothing disturbs you so this self realized person this person who is god realized doesn't bother about anything so today we have started with something which is called equanimity of mind don't worry we are going to progress on this equanimity of mind further in the coming week because this is what you got to achieve in your life don't get disturbed by anything happening around you we still have to introduce subjects like maya and all that later on those who are doing my evening satsangs know maya very well by now yeah mrs maya miss maya everybody knows all those mayas in life okay maya angelo and maya devil also everybody knows all those so why bother that is later on just now just have equanimity of mind shut down the computers and go back to your world and you be happy okay don't worry be happy take care have a good day <laughs> bye <laughs> see you